to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 113, and it's entitled, Go Confidently in the Direction of Your Dreams. But it's also a lot of things that I've just been thinking about as I've been, as I've been thinking about how I want to start this new year. You know, if you guys listened to the podcast last week about, you know, this is your time, this is your season, this is your year. Um, I think we really do at the end of the year, at the beginning of the next year, we start contemplating, well, how did I live the last year of my life? And how do I want to live these next years of my life? Or I mean, this, this next year of my life. Now, as I've been preparing myself and I, I still happen to be on vacation, so I haven't really necessarily started my new year as far as it comes to goals and things like that. But I have had a lot of thoughts. I've had a lot of thoughts about, you know, sometimes we, we spend so much more time thinking about where we think we should be or where we think we would be. And we lament. We spend so much time wasted thinking, oh, someday, as it says in the Disney movie Tangled, when will my life begin? Well, your life begins, like your life began when you were born. It's not stopping. It's not pausing. You know, you might not be having the greatest quality of life. Now, that's up to you, though. You get to decide. I mean, what is it that you want to do? I hope these podcasts, what they really do is wake you up. All of us are in this slumber. And I, and I was there for m- many years myself, and plenty of times I'm still there. There's, there's a podcast that I listen to all the time called Caffeine for the Soul. That's my mentor, Michael Neal's podcast. And it's pretty much the only one I listen to, but it's amazing. Now, I do that to wake me up, to wake me up every day and remind me, Joseph, what is it that you want? What is it that you're going after? What direction are you moving in right now? Now, I've talked a lot about those seven things that I've done every single day, except the ones I don't do on Sunday. For the entire year of 2022, I did not miss a single day. And you know the funny thing? I said, hey, the day this is done, the New Year's Eve, or I am done with all of these. You know what's interesting? Today, as the day I'm recording this happens to be January 5th, and I have not missed a single day still. No, not because I'm going to keep doing those for the entire year, just to clarify, but just because I haven't put anything else in their place. You know, sometimes we take something out that's actually working pretty decently. I mean, now when I play the guitar, I was going through songs that I've, that I've never really played much, and I was playing them much better than I could anticipate. Why? Well, go figure. You practice 21 minutes a day at something, and you get better. Now, the thing I realized, though, is I was more what they call systems-focused at that time. I wasn't focusing on the, what I really wanted to create in the world. I wasn't focused on what I, wanted to, what I wanted to produce. You know, I look at right now, what's coming to my mind is, is that of an assembly line. At the end of an assembly line, you have a product. You have a finished product that has been created that you can put out into the world. Now, where I aired last, last year is I didn't create any finished products. 
None. I didn't finish the book I've been writing for now 10 years. Yes, guys. If you think you've been working on a project for a really long time, actually, it's probably longer than that. It might be like 12 years by now. Uh, if you think you've been working on something really long and it just hasn't come to fruition yet, it's okay. You don't have to beat yourself up. That's, what, that's one of the things we tend to do is beat ourselves up. And plenty of times at the end of the year, I tend to beat myself up. And this year, I didn't do that. Because I, I didn't feel that way. I, I didn't feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm, I'm not married, I'm single. Everybody else has these wonderful families and these kids and all this awesome stuff. And, and I want to be doing that. I didn't feel that way. I really didn't. So regardless of the year that you had last year, don't beat yourself up. Don't spend your time doing that. You would, if you saw somebody on the side or walking down the street, punching themselves in the face, you would probably get them help. And so if you, if you see yourself punching yourself in the face, just recognize that all you're doing is you have all these thoughts about what you think you should have done the last year, but you never remember all the great things that you did. I mean, I've got a, I've got a client that, you know, one of the things we were talking about that, you know, she brought up is, you know, Joseph, I need to focus on, I, I need to focus on what I did do this year instead of what I didn't do. That, that would be great advice for all of us. We spend so much time, more time thinking on what we didn't do than what we did. I mean, yeah, when I, when I really sat down and thought about it, I, I guess one way to look at my last year is it was an experiment. It was an experiment that definitely got me, I, I made inroads on every single thing that I did. I really did. I, I made progress on my book. I made, but I didn't, I don't have a complete finished product to show. And that's what I'm talking about. You know, I love the scripture in Genesis where it says, basically, and the earth was finished. It was done. It was completed. No, still, there's plenty of things we still do. We still create so much from that earth. But the earth in general was like, hey, okay, it's done. You know, it's done to the point that, you know, they can take it from there. We can take it from there. You know, one of the reasons that God doesn't just place, you know, full buildings and everything, because he's God. He can do whatever he wants to. He's given us the raw materials to work with. He's given you the raw materials to do whatever you want to with your life. You get to decide what you're going to do with them. Now, plenty of times I get really frustrated because all that crazy leprechaun thinking in our heads, our habitual thinking, that of the adversary, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like if I show up on the other side, when I do show up in heaven, when I do speak with God, I don't. I don't really want to say, hey, you know what? The adversary was just really, really good. I know you gave me all these tools, all these talents, all these abilities, but I just couldn't see it in myself. So I'm, I'm sorry. I just didn't accomplish what you wanted me to. No, granted, I don't know if any of us ever reaches the fullness. I like the phrase, the fullness of the measure of our creation, because we get stopped by doubt. We ask a question, Heavenly Father gives us the answer, and we start moving in a direction, and all of a sudden, we have a lot of doubt. It, it's like it is in the Book of Mormon, the story of the Tree of Life, where this group of people is starting to, they, they see this beautiful, beautiful tree, and they start, they start using their, it's in, a, if you guys want to read this, it's in a 1 Nephi 8. If you just look up 1 Nephi, N-E-P-H-I 8, it'll pop up. Um, 
and you can read what I'm talking about, but right when they see their vision, right when they see this beautiful tree, they start on this iron rod, and all of a sudden, giant mist of darkness. That's how it works, guys. You set confidently in the direction of your goals and your dreams and the things that you want to create in the world, and mark my words, what will happen? Opposition. I mean, in a football game, what happens if, if I'm starting to run towards a touchdown? Well, the guys in front of me are going to try to stop me. And, and if you think you want life without opposition, imagine playing a game of football with no defense or a game of basketball with no defense. A game of basketball with no defense is just shooting around. And it's not near as fun as playing a game. So whenever you think about, oh man, it would be so easy if we didn't have this opposition. No, we just have to be better. And when I say better, I, I mean just more able to recognize Recognize what it is you're seeing in your life. Recognize what, what is the defense that you're, either your habitual thinking or the adversary is throwing at you. Well, I'm starting to doubt every time I take a step. Okay. But you recognize the difference between doubt and that yucky feeling that I talk about. There is a difference. But so often that doubt is almost disguised. It's like we think it's from God. We start down this path and God's like, no, 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 don't do this. No, trust me. If God wants to say stop, he will stop you. You know, I had a cool thought the other day, or just yesterday, as how God can really see every one of our paths. Why? Because even if we're just talking about him being omniscient, now he is totally omniscient, but even if we're just saying he knows exactly in this moment what everybody in the world is going to do, even if we just say that, just that alone. Well, he knows what good guys are planning to do right now. He knows what bad guys are planning to do in this very moment. And when we understand that, he knows where to tell you not to go. And he knows where to direct you and tell you to go. So wherever he's directing and telling you to go, go. There are so many people for you to help and serve in the world including yourself. You guys may eventually get sick of hearing this quote, but I love this quote by Leo Tolstoy. It is within my power either to serve God or not to serve him. Serving him, I add to my own good and the good of the whole world. Not serving him, I forfeit my own good and deprive the world of that good which was in my power to create. One of the thoughts that's been coming up this week for me is that of it's a wonderful life. You know, in It's a Wonderful Life, you know, and, it, and none of us really can fathom what our lives are and like how much impact we really do have in the world. But because this one man wasn't around to save this so, so many things in his life, like to save his brother's life, to save this what's called a building and loan, where all these people were able to get homes and, and live in these you know, beautiful homes instead of living in slums and how that impacted every area of their lives. And how throughout the movie, he's so frustrated, he's so upset that this is what he's been called to do. And now granted, I have no idea if, you know, I know in the movie that, you know, everything goes to kaput because he's not there. I don't know. But I, I do think that there are certain things that you can do better than other people. And if you have doubt and a lot of thinking about doing them or they have to do, be done right, 
then there's a good chance that's probably really important for you to create in the world. You know, when we think about all the impact you can have in the world, that one man and it's a wonderful life, George Bailey, by him not showing up, I mean, it affected everything. And, you know, in the beginning of the movie, he saves his brother's life, who his brother goes on to, you know, be you know, an, an incredible athlete, but he also goes off to war and he saves in, entire transports of people that because he wasn't there, they all die. When you really think about the amazing impact that you can have in the world, we downplay it. You'll never know because none of us can ever go back and see what our life would have looked like or what anyone else's life would have looked like without us. But you impact so many people every day. So here's the quote by, George, by uh, Henry David Thoreau. If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. He will put some things behind, will pass an invisible boundary. New, universal, and more liberal laws will begin to establish themselves around and within him, or the old laws be expanded and interpreted in his favor in a more liberal sense, and he will live with the license of a higher order of beings. My question to you is, are you going confidently in the direction of your dreams? I do think that we are guided and directed, but I think plenty of times we think that we have to be doing something else. We think that something else is going to make us happier. Or we think something else is more noble or God wants us to do something else. Trust me, if God wants you to do something, you will feel a peace and joy about it. You will especially feel a peace even if it's something you don't want to do. But I think more often, like, we don't go confidently in the direction of our dreams. We just don't, guys. When you think about what you'd really love to create in the world, if you had a choice, if you had a chance between doing anything it is that you wanted to do in your life, what is it that you would do? What is it that you would create? What is it that you would want to produce? What do you want to be in the world long after you're gone? Yeah, we will go, guys. It's important to remember that every one of us has a certain amount of time on this earth left. We don't know the time on that clock. None of us. The only thing we can do every day is live to our fullest, live our best lives. For so many years, fear and doubt and frustration and insecurity have burdened me down. Every time I start going in a direction, I immediately have this thought of, is this the right thing to do? Guys, that's not how God answers you. God does not need to go through the back door. The more doubt and the more insecurity you have about doing something, generally is the more you probably should be doing that thing. Well, especially if it's something you want to do.
What if it really was possible for you to go do anything that you wanted to in your life? Going back to this idea of you know, each of us having a purpose, George Bernard Shaw said, this is the true joy in life, being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one, being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clod of ailments and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to make you, making you happy. I am of the opinion that my life belongs to the whole community, and as long as I live, it is my privilege to do for it what I can. It is a sort of splendid torch which I have got hold of for the moment, and want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. A religious leader of mine named Dieter F. Uchtdorf says, Doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. Or in other words, doubt the thoughts that you have that are coming through your mind that are telling you not to go forward or that are telling you that you don't know the perfect way to go. They're just trying to distract you. They're just trying to frustrate you. Vincent van Gogh himself said, If you hear a voice inside you say you cannot paint, paint and the voice will be silenced. Guys, it doesn't matter whether you're the world-famous music producer Quincy Jones that talks about this voice in his head. Or Vincent van Gogh. Or me. The voice does exist. And the way to stop it is by doing the very thing that it's telling you not to do. Now, you might be saying, but Joseph, what if it is warning me? Guys, you will know. There is a distinct difference. And the other thing you can do is you can pray. And you can ask Heavenly Father. The adversary can't give you peace. If I had to guess, I'd say doubt and fear have crushed more people's hopes and dreams than anything else. Those are the two biggest weapons. But guys, all they are is thoughts that go through our head. That's all they are. They're just thoughts that go through our head that look real for a moment. But they're not real. When you slow down and when you get present and, present, and especially when you start getting caught up in a thought storm, just pause for a few moments and refocus. You know, as I sit here and think for myself, what's been the biggest thing that stopped me from going confidently in the direction of my dreams? It's not being married. It's not having a family of my own. That has been the biggest thing that has held me back. Why? Well, part of that is people even say, well, you should get married, you should date, you should whatever. No, you shouldn't. You should do whatever feels true and right to you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a family. 
but the thought that, oh, yeah, you, you can't go do anything because you're not married. I don't remember it saying that in the scriptures anywhere. You know, it's funny. I, I used to say, oh, well, the times in my life that, you know, I was doing really well. You know, I had a relationship or a semblance of a relationship. And the funny part about that is I didn't realize it was only when I had a good relationship. When I had a bad relationship, oh my goodness, it was, it was harder to get things done. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we do that, guys? Like we look at everything as, oh, well, if I only had this. No, if you only had a good version of that. I mean, if you were married and, and the person that you were married to didn't want you to follow your dreams, guys, that does exist. That is a real thing. I don't, I don't understand it, but hey, I, I, maybe I'll understand it someday when I get married. But there, there's something there also about supporting each other in our goals and dreams instead of pulling people down. You know, sometimes, and I've even experienced this myself, you know, you see somebody that is doing so well. You know, and so, and they're progressing and moving forward in life. And especially at times when you're not, there does come a tendency to pull that person down, to bring them back down and say, no, 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 no. You, you, can't, you can't be soaring if I'm not soaring. That's not cool. That's not fair. It's okay, guys. Never, ever clip a person's wings. It's not right. It's not cool. And you have no idea if they're ever going to grow back. Sometimes people are doing, they are working so hard and they are trying so hard and they are struggling so hard. Don't ever clip a person's wings. And, and don't ever clip your own wings. Guys, one single day of getting off track does not mean you failed. You know, we put so much weight on ourselves, especially when we feel we haven't accomplished as much as we want to. And then we set up like this new year and it's like, okay, well, I, I, I've done really good and I haven't missed a day. It's almost like we say, oh, well, if I miss a day, then I'm going to be back to my old self again. No, you're not. You don't have to think like that. You don't have to think that. What would it be like if you did advance confidently in the direction of your dreams and your goals? And when, when the thoughts and doubts and fears and everything come up for you, just don't even pay them attention. You know, one of my, one of the best scriptures about how to, how to deal with this voice in our head, it says in the Book of Mormon, it simply says, and we heeded them not. Don't even give them voice. Don't mess with them. Don't, don't fight them. Just move confidently in the direction of your dreams and understand that you're going to have the voices in your head. You're going to have other people tell you you can't do it. And part of that, guys, once again, and as I said, I am not immune from this. I have sometimes when somebody's doing well, you know, not, not like, I mean, I've had thoughts about wanting to, you know, pull them down or clip their wings. Now, fortunately, I haven't done that in a really, really long time. But 
even if you don't support and even if you don't agree with what they're doing. I remember a particular time, guys, this had to have been like 12 years ago. But it must have made an impact on me because I still remember it. There was a kid and he was selling something that I really, really did not agree with. And it, I, I did. I, I can't remember exactly what I said. And I, and I don't know what impact this had on this individual. But I pretty much destroyed the industry that he was working in because I didn't agree with it. And I felt it was shady. But that was not my place. You know, and, and you know, it's the other part of that is funny. It's like, oh, well, I just saved all those people from, you know, that he was, that he was going to go sell his product to. No, I didn't. Those people have minds of their own. They can say yes, they can say no. Don't ever clip anybody's wings. And you may even have plenty of thinking about whatever you're doing is whether it's good enough, whether you're frustrating people, whether you're annoying people, whether you're inconveniencing people. You know, I, I happen to be reading this morning in the Book of Mormon a story about a, a prophet named Nephi that actually built a boat. <laughs> he built an entire boat. And you know what even the people around him said to him, his, his brothers actually? They said, you're a fool if you think you can build a boat. Don't expect when you're going to do something great that everybody around you is going to say, okay, that's awesome. I mean, could you imagine if somebody walks up like, yeah, I'm going to be the next Tom Brady. Or I'm going to be the next, I don't know, insert whatever celebrity here that you think is pretty awesome. I mean, we might say, good luck with that. That's awesome. But it's not like we're going to be like, oh my goodness, you are? Really? You're going to be the next Tom Brady? Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Because we don't really believe it. We look at so many people that have created all these cool things in the world as way beyond us. But all they did is just keep taking one step after another. One step and another step and another step and another step. And another step. That's all they did. They just stopped stopping. If every one of us could stop stopping ourselves, we would do really well. What does that look like? It looks like moving in the direction of what you really want. Another scripture that's been on my mind lately is called Alma 3424. So I'm sorry, I'm a 34, 32, my bad. So for behold, this life is the time for men to prepare to meet God. Yea, behold, the day of this life is the day for men to perform their labors. Now, I had always looked at that as like spiritual labors, that, you know, different works that we need to do to prepare ourselves to meet Heavenly Father. However, if you look at the footnote, you know what it says? It says, good works and industry and industrious. God wants you to create amazing works in the world. 
And, and you're probably not going to do them overnight, but it's not going to take you as long as you think. You know, going a little bit back to our podcast from last week, it's about getting really clear and really intentional on what you want to create in this year. You know, one of those things that I'm going to create is after many years of, of having a barely, barely sustainable coaching practice, um, in, in the next four months or so, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go create my coaching practice. So if you, hap- if you happen to know somebody that, you know, is looking for an awesome coach, I've helped people, you know, find the person of their dreams. I've helped people make millions of dollars. I know that sounds really funny that it's like, well, you've helped people make millions. Like you should be doing well. Eh, no, if, if you help one person and then you just kind of don't work and don't show up, it doesn't work, guys. You know, and the other thing we do is when we do experience a little hit of success, we get excited and we sometimes become complacent. I mean, especially when you're making relatively good money an hour, you know, sometimes that we don't keep that drive. We don't keep that desire up. I mean, you know, if you happen to be in a sales profession, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. I remember in my sales course, Many years ago, they would talk about how a lot of the salespeople, they'd go, they'd work hard in the mornings, and then go play golf almost every afternoon. Now, while you can make a lot of money on the golf course, as, as people often say, there is something about saying, awesome, that's wonderful, I've had this level of success. Now, what do I need to do to get to the next level? Our life is about expansion. Our life is about growth. And sometimes we don't see the vision. You know, I've had, you know, I've, I've had some experiences recently where I've been able to see a little bit more of what Heavenly Father sees in me. And they've come through, if you happen to be of my faith, you'll understand what I'm talking about, but they've happened to come through blessings. And when I hear those blessings and it's like, you know, instructions of what to do, it's like, really me? I, I could do that. We've let ourselves be beat up for so long that we've stopped believing who we are. It's like it says on the movie Hook. You know, it's like, well, Peter Pan's been away from Neverland for so long that he's forgotten who he is. Every one of us has forgotten to some level our greatness. I don't mean in a cliche type way. I mean, literally, like, we are children of God. And we can do amazing things. I mean, if other people around us are doing them, why can't we do them? We can. We just have to listen more to the voice of the Spirit and the voice of God than to the voice of the adversary, our our thinking. We have to trust in him to see what he sees in us instead of what anyone else sees in us. Here's another quote that I've, I've used many times by Jeffrey R. Holland, another religious leader. God expects you to have enough faith and determination and enough trust in him to keep moving, keep living, keep rejoicing. In fact, he expects you not simply to face the future, That sounds pretty grim and stoic. He expects you to embrace and shape the future, to love it and rejoice in it 
and delight in your opportunities. God is anxiously waiting for the chance to answer your prayers and fulfill your dreams, just as he always has. But he can't if you don't pray, and he can't if you don't dream. In short, he can't if you don't believe. And I would add, he can't if you don't show up. I mean, the thing that I'm seeing in this for the first time as I'm reading it to you guys now is keep moving. We have to have enough trust in him to keep moving forward. Keep living. Keep rejoicing. Be joyful. He expects you to embrace and shape the future. You know what many of us are trying to do? We're trying to avoid the future. And we're trying, we're trying to avoid what we think our future is going to be because of our past. That's not the case at all, guys. Your past can be whatever you want it to I'm sorry. Your future can be whatever you desire it to be if you continuously move forward. So what is my invitation to you today? It's to let the past be the past. Let the past be dead. Dead is a doornail. And let yourself live into your future. If you don't know who you are, or you don't feel you know who you are, go to God and ask. I have done that, and I've had an amazing experience. Incredible experience. And you know what? After that, I even forgot. Not entirely, but to that level, yes. Every one of us forgets, and it's okay. We just need to remember as quickly as possible. The other thing I want to add, you think some of the stuff you've done in the past has been a giant failure, but it hasn't. Because no matter what you've done, no matter what you're currently doing, God can turn that around and turn it into good. So what is it that you want to go confidently in the direction of? If you'd never failed before, if you were like a little kid that's like, oh my goodness, I could do anything, what would it be? Do you want to write a book? Have you already started a book? Do you want to finish the book? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to, what, what is it that you want to do? Do you want to find the person of your dreams? Like attracts like. If you want someone that's going to be a mover and shaker in the world, then you too have got to be a mover and shaker in the world. You've got to be intentional about what you're doing, but also open to the feedback that God's going to give you as you're moving forward. So speaking of the directions, there's a story in the Book of Mormon. Of, it's in 1 Nephi 16. And verse 16 as well, we did follow the directions of, directions of the ball, which led us in the more fertile parts of the wilderness. So you could look at that the same way as the Spirit, leading you to those things that are going to be the best. We just spend so much time worried about how it's going to work out and if it's going to work out. It will work out. You know, there's, there's another part in this that says that that ball did work according to the faith and diligence and heed which we did give unto them. And, and there's another part in here that says, and it was written and changed from time to time according to the faith and diligence which we gave unto it. 
And thus we can see that by small means, the Lord can bring about great things. That was the part that caught my attention this morning. So our instructions, our directions from the Spirit really do change based upon the faith and diligence which we give. But if we listen or if we just do our best to listen, and and sometimes that's just taking steps forward. There's another scripture that says by small and simple steps are great thing are, are are great things brought to pass or by small and simple things are great things brought to pass every one of you if you just start taking the steps in the direction you want to go and stop stopping yourself you'll be amazed at what you'll be able to do so once again what is it that you want to go confidently in the direction of your goals and your dreams Sit down and think about that for yourself. And then go start acting on it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, One of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world... Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.